the mini pod with your host drew minnick welcome to episode six of the mini pod with drew minnick i'm here with two good friends and two teammates uh roddy landrum and trace gillis how you guys doing today doing good man how are you bud all right trace how are you doing very well thanks for uh, having us on the show no problem. So, <clears throat> first thing I want to get into is uh, we have a special announcement on the mini pod here this week. So, these uh, the two guests that I am having on with me this week. Uh, in the fall, when we get back um, on campus, we're gonna have uh, our own three-man uh, podcast called Loft Thoughts, and uh, these two gentlemen will be. Uh, these two will be more the host. I'm going to be more producer. I'm going to take up more of a producer role, but I'm going to have my input, of course. Um, but so I'm, we're all super excited about that. Um, you know, we've been uh, maybe designing some merch. We'll see how that goes, see if that um, occurs, you know. But uh, I'm super excited. I think, I hope you guys are excited as well. Oh, I can't wait. It's, uh, yeah, we all listen to a lot of podcasts and we kind of just got the idea. You know, we all like them so much. Why not, uh, our heads together and see what we get so i'm pretty excited <clears throat> merch inbound <laughs> um so the first topic i wanted to get into with these guys was um just a little bit of sports um basically the only sports we got right now um hopefully soon though we'll get some live sports um but as of right now the only real thing we got is last dance um so I just wanted to kind of get their thoughts because I've given, you know, most of my thoughts on it, even though more more new episodes have uh, came out. But uh, I just, uh, Trace, we'll go to you first. Um, have you watched any of the episodes? And if so, uh, have you enjoyed them? Yeah, I am fully caught up on The Last Dance. I've seen all the way through 8, and then we obviously have 9 and 10 coming up this weekend. Um, I have immensely enjoyed the, the series I think it's been a real eye-opener specifically like you knew MJ was a great player um, all debate aside about who's the greatest player or whatever you know he's you know his greatness but the teammate aspect is the part that I've really enjoyed seeing I mean you've heard like the legends and the stories of the way that's, that he would push his teammates and stuff like that but hearing their perspectives on all that has been incredible and like some of the stories from guys like B.J. Armstrong, Steve Kerr, uh, John Paxton, they share some really good input about the kind of teammate MJ was uh, every single day in and out, which was just super cool to hear. Yeah, um, Riley, I think you said you're almost all the way caught up. Is that right? Yeah, I uh, my YouTube TV was bugging out, so I didn't get to watch episode eight, but I'm all the, I'm one through seven right now currently did you did you completely finish episode seven though like you didn't get cut off at the end or anything like that completely yeah completely got through it and okay i, I was ready to run through a brick wall yes today was crying yes about how competitive he was <laughs> yes. I, that fired me up uh, that yeah. was, put that on a just repeat for the yeah. rest of my life that was definitely just from like the they've had on you know um certain podcasts and certain shows have had on the the um, director of it, I think it's uh, J- Jason Arams or Justin Arams. I can't remember his exact name, but he said that he um, the building point of the series was between seven and eight, and so I think that was like you know that um, ending 
monologue or whatever was the building point and the what he thought was one of the best parts of the series and I'd probably agree. I thought it was I thought it was pretty good that the how it end, how it ended. Um so yeah, I mean I think all three of us have enjoyed it. Um just being sports fans in general. Um so now we're gonna move to um we're gonna move to some shows we've been watching. You know, we're gonna come back with the uh the segment T V talk, um recurring segment. So um, I'm going to throw this one out first. So all three of us are big um, Ozark fans, and we've all watched, you know, all the way through. Um, and I just wanted to start with Riley first. So, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen all the way of Ozark, do not – I what I would do is pause, go watch it right now. Pause, yep. go watch it right now, right? Um, yes, so you can uh, – get up to date right so spoiler alert um riley is what you're saying yeah give your talk freely give your thoughts how it ended what did you enjoy the ending you know what are you looking forward to so on and so forth yeah um so i'd say just the biggest thing that happened for me in it where i was like wow what just happened was end of season three you see marty and his wife and their lawyer are there's like some tension going on there and I think that Marty's wife, what's her name? I forget. I have the cast uh, right here. It, it happens all the time. I did, the name's just, it's weird. If you binge, it seems like... Wendy. Wendy, that's what it is. Yep. <laughs> Wendy definitely gets, again, spoiler alert, she gets a little too smart for herself, I think, and uh, tries to think that she's actually the one in control of the show and of what all is going on, which is just interesting because then you see... Like, everything that Marty warns her about, like, starts to come true. And then she teams up with the lawyer, so Marty's, like, really screwed. And basically, Wendy, in my opinion, kind of helps get the lawyer killed, I think. Spoiler alert. The lawyer gets her head blown off. So, watch right now if you haven't. But when that happened, I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait for season four. Because if this is how season three ended that wild already, I have no idea, like, what the first two episodes of season four are going to be like. So, I'm super stoked for that. Yeah. Uh, Trace, do you have anything to add? I do. Um, I agree with Riley that Wendy is like getting a little bit in over her head because Marty is obviously the superior intellect in that situation. Um, but my favorite part about the way that season three ended is I felt like the makers of the show, the producers of the show, have kind of been like wishy-washy about how much they want the cartel to be involved in the show. And the ending of season three just proved to me that they are, like, all in now on the cartel. Because um, Omar Navarro, who I think is just, like, an incredible actor, the guy who plays him, was like, I really enjoyed every scene he was in. And then the way that season three ended, it's like, okay, he's going to be playing a huge role in season four, and I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I hadn't really thought about it in that way because, I mean, and the more you look at it is, you know, Marty was definitely trying to get away from the from the cartel, right? But Wendy is she's almost like she's trying to be his um, most trusted, you know, employee basically. So that was the two sides. Um, how the season ended, I, that's definitely true. How they um, they were kind of going in different ways, but they definitely came to the conclusion of that the cartel. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a big part in season four. Um, and I want to throw out something. I don't know if you boys have even thought about this, but, uh, I think, and it's, uh, 
Ben, that's the name of Wendy's brother, correct? It was Ben? Psycho, yes. yes. Psychopath. Um, I think he's still alive. 100%. I think he's still alive. Wow. Yep. Really? Oh, yeah. I think he comes back. Yeah, I think he's still alive because a couple things. So, um, they never actually show his face when he's in the body bag. How do you know that it's his body in the body bag? You don't. The, the, uh, the directors never show his face. So, I think... and. I, However, from how Wendy like spiraled and how she kind of went like depressed and all that, I don't think she knows he's alive. However, so I think he's um, I don't know exactly where he is. I think maybe what's going to happen is he's like in the somehow the cartel has a way that they either have him or know where he's at or something to that sort. And when something happens in season four, so for example, if Wendy she starts, I don't know, reneging on what she's going to say she did, what she's supposed to do or something, where he's going to be like, your brother's still alive, but I have him captive or something, you know. For example, that's just leverage. something that can happen. Leverage. Yeah, the leverage, the right. Might use that as, and, I mean, it's true, too, because now, like, last uh, conversation that Marty and him had, like, at that picnic table, it wasn't – that didn't necessarily – I didn't take that as, like, a goodbye, you're going to die. Because Marty knew, I think. Marty knows everything. Yeah. So I think Marty somehow set that up, maybe too, where he like he knows that he needs to be gone right now, but he loves Wendy too much, even though Wendy's being kind of a snake, to be like I can't kill your brother. Like he's yeah. still family, because he is a family man. Family is first for Marty. I'll give him that. Yeah, um, this is actually a good transition, and I can't, for the life of me, I can't remember the the short hair blonde um, character's Ruth. name, Ruth. Thank you. It also in Waco. Yes, exactly. So a good transition is that all three of us have also seen Waco, which is a six-episode limited series, and I highly recommend watching it. It's based on true events, and my mom actually remembers, like she remembers this happening, remembers like the stuff that went on. Um, and she, this Ruth, the actress, is a character also in Waco. And it's just a, it's a very, I mean, it, it kind of makes you, it makes you squeamish. I think there's parts that just make you kind of squeamish just where it's like, oh man, I, I would not, like in the position you have to take, if you're in that, if you're the FBI and have to take that position, I would not want to be put in that position is what I'm trying to say. Like, what would I do? I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to know. I'd hope I'd well, make the right decision. 30 years ago, too. I know. So, like, something like that was happening in America, like, 30 years ago. Yeah. That, like, and it's cool for our parents, because, like, that, like, the last dance, too, it's cool that, like, stuff like this has kind of come out during quarantine when you're, like, with your family nonstop, and you can, like, have conversations with them about, like, these huge, either, like, events or just, like, bigger-than-life people, like, we never really got to experience, and, like, you're getting to go through it the first time. And then they're getting to like go through it the second time, so they like get to see it together, which is kind of cool. Yeah the 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 basis of this, you know, it's like I said, uh, based on a true story. It's uh, so what happens is there's a it's a cult like atmosphere, a cult like leader in uh, a place near Waco, Texas, and there's this big building that they live at, whatever, and eventually one thing leads to another, and the ATF, which stands for Alcohol, yes. Tobacco, and Firearms um, Bureau, they raid. They try to raid this this building, this cult-like building, right? Um, 
And what happens is a there's actually in the building the people have like uh, a lot of firearms and they have a lot of firepower. So they start. I they don't. I think what happened was the ATF shot first, but they shot like a warning shot or they shot a dog or something first, and so the people inside then thought they were being shot at, so they pull out their automatic AK-47s and start shooting federal agents, and then it just is a, it's a shootout, you know? Eventually, it's a ceasefire, but then they're, they're locked in, and now they're trying to save lives until the FBI gets brought in, and, you know, it's the whole negotiation type thing, and then one thing leads to another, and they, they gas, they tear gas the building, but... They were originally, I think, like 130 people in the building, and I think only like about 40 survived. So about 90 kids or 90 people died, and none of the kids who were in there survived, which is crazy. It's just like because the tear gas was supposed to be non-lethal, but it's incinerary, and somehow it got lit on fire. The whole burn whole building burned down. People got caved in, all this type of stuff. That's how people, the main reason that people died. And so the the cult, or whatever you want to call it, I, I can't remember the exact name. Ranch um, Davidians. Yes, thank you. Um, they said that the FBI started the fire, but the FBI said the, um, the people started the fire as a mass suicide. So it was... He said, he said, going on there. Say that again. A little he said, she said yes. going on there with the FBI. That's exactly what happened. I think I think the FBI was 100% in the wrong in what they did. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's <laughs> it's clearly, it's so obvious. And I think they had, because I don't know if you caught, I assume you caught it because it would happen every episode where they had, that the, ba- the events that happened in the series were based on those two books. One yes. by uh, Thibodeau, Thibodeau and yeah. the other by... The negotiator, um, Gary. Gary and I think, Yes. The goat of negotiations. Yes, yes, that is true. It's very... And so I think that provided more context because from just what, like, the news would have gave you, nothing would have came, you know, the, the actual happenings of this occurrence would have not been true. You know, it's that's just obvious. It would not have been 100% true if we're just getting the FBI's information. Um, well, also, I could be wrong. Doesn't the FBI have to, like, give out classified information, like, every 50 years it gets it, released? It's something like that, yeah, because recent – it was, like, a couple of years ago that uh, the Kennedy assassination was, correct? It was something like that. That was, like yeah, – Yeah. Yeah, There's, I remember. Oswald did not act alone. Yeah. Five more. So um, – Epstein didn't kill himself what? just a classic with the fbi it's always a classic who done it and you never you're never really gonna know like yeah. that's one of the only reasons it'd be so cool to like be in the fbi i would get fired or like assassinated because i would tell everybody yeah i would like hop on a podcast and be like well actually i don't really know i'd be giving easter eggs out like i would die so quick yeah cool yeah i know when you're a federal agent i don't know it's kind of cool when you think oh, i want to be some type of federal agent but then you're like uh, but I'm probably maybe going to have to do shady stuff and keep it quiet. Like, hmm, I don't know if I want to do I that. Can't. I can't. So, it's, and it's, the, and our, it's happened, I think it was epi- the last episode, episode six. The, 
he was in the um, group called like the tactical group. So he was in the FBI, but this guy, I think his name was, was it Miles? I can't, Mitch. His name is Mitch. Yeah, Mitch. So he was like the leader of like the tactical group. So he was, you know, all for like being forceful and trying to smoke them out, doing all that type of stuff, use psychological warfare, so on and so forth. So what happened was I remember he had, it was like right as Gary was about to be reassigned and he said we're outnumbered 5,000 to 1 you know the people in the U.S. to um, law enforcement and it's like we have to show people that we have more force than what we actually do we can't let people walk all over us because they outnumber us 5,000 to 1 and I thought about that a little bit and I'm like that does make sense because if you think about it if people really wanted to take up arms and just go at the federal government, there's enough people to do that. You know what I mean? So yep. it's like, it is that point where you have to, you know, you do have to do, be forceful in some ways, but like, you, you, you can't just freeing, f- freely sacrifice human life just to get the point across. Like, come on now. So. We're preventing anarchy is what it is. Yeah. So. With a little bit of organized anarchy, shall I say. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So I think I think it was an interesting show, um, and I, I think you guys would agree with that. Um, so the next thing is recently uh, it, it's definitely died down a lot, but you know it, Tiger King used to be talk of the town, it did, um, but you know it's died down a little bit, and I think I think it it was good, I think it was solid. Um, Trace has actually not seen Tiger King. I don't know if he's boycotting it or he just doesn't feel like watching it. Uh, I know I know Riley enjoyed it. Um, so first, let's go to Riley since you've seen it. We won't go into a deep discussion just because we've already talked about it a good of a fair amount on the mini pod. But uh, so what, I assume you enjoyed Tiger King. Am I right? I was a fan. I I'm kind of like again we don't know what Trace's uh, reason for not watching it was. I boycotted it for a while. And then I started it, and I, like, binged it, like, eight hours straight. Like, I just watched it nonstop. On my phone, too. Like, phone in my face. Um, that's, I think that's, it served its purpose. That's a tough viewing experience. I will say that. It was. Um, but I had to do it just because I was so locked in. I didn't leave my bedroom. I just got up and peed, like, twice. <laughs> Wait, was this um, one I day? Actually, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I well. think I popped up, and I held it, even, like, <laughs> while I walked to the bathroom and, like, did my business. Because I was locked in on Joe Exotic. So, also a little bit of a cult, you could say. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, another cult-like experience. Uh, Trace, yeah. what's your what's your reasoning? Why not watching Tiger King? Well, here's the thing with me: I typically am not going to watch a show when it is all the hype. I, I knew you were going to say that. that. I knew it. <laughs> oh, you know me well. Yeah. I, uh, that is kind of just a staple of my my inner human being. I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm a little stubborn in that regard, but uh, I just typically don't like to watch things when it's being all hyped up. I like to let it die down, be more objective in my viewing experience, and then watch. You didn't do that with Game of Thrones. I did do that with Game of Thrones. Not season eight. Well, because I was caught up when it was live. Okay, so why didn't you start it live like when it, as soon as it dropped? Um, again, it was just very... Oh, Tiger King or yeah. Game of Thrones? No, Tiger King. Because your argument is just a little invalid then, I think. 
Oh, Tiger King was being hyped up as soon as it was released. Okay. Okay. Agree to disagree. Tomatoes, tomatoes, I guess. <laughs> what? Uh, Speaking of, Drew, this is the caveat. I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know James Garrison, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was ski do or sea do. Yeah. Uh, jet ski king. Jet ski. Yes. Me. Yes. So I'm a, I work at Amazon now in Wilmington, Ohio. For those of you who know or don't know, it's like an airport. So I work on the ramp crew. We like load, unload jets and stuff like that. I'm using the restroom one night and I just hear this voice. I'm like, that sounds really familiar. <laughs> I go out onto the TV screen and it's jet ski king from Tiger King. I can, if I was allowed to use my phone, I would video it and show you guys. <laughs> He's sitting on a jet ski with, like, Ray-Bans on, recording, and he's like, what's up, guys? It's uh, Jet Ski King from Tiger King um, down here in Florida, and your boss, like, told me how much work you guys have been doing. Like, it's just so amazing. Uh, when all this quarantine's over, come on down to Florida on vacation. We'll ride some jet skis together. I was like, what? So, not to incriminate my own company, but is Amazon and some shady, like animal deals i don't know i ship containers all the time there could i be helping joe exotic and his little crew down in or should we say jeff exotic yes yes jeff low wait was it low yeah jeff low yeah jeff low jeff it turned one from joe exotic to jeff exotic yeah i was saying jeff bezos oh oh shoot say that Well, okay, I actually have a complaint um, that I'm just going to forward my complaint to you. Um, So, yeah, I was supposed to – one thing, most of the time, Amazon, they usually – if it's under Prime, they just give you – it's, you know, two days, of course. But I ordered something that was – it was like in a range where they don't don't do that all the time. So, like, for example, it was supposed to be shipped between May 11th and, like, May 15th, right? And, of course, it wasn't going to show up till like, May 15th, the last day. And then what happened was it was supposed to come. The package was um, a, you know, I'm making a little DIY, uh, um, oh, what's it called? A DIY. A, D, a DIY, um, how do I explain this? What are you uh, making? Explain that. I know, it's hard to explain. Well, what was going to be inside? It was going to be like an insulated DIY soundproof type of container type of thing, you know, for the mic. Because, you know, we're trying to be uh, high-end here on the mini pod, yeah, right? Course. You're not going to uh, spend money to get the real thing. Right. You're going to miss it yourself. Yeah, so I have the like a cardboard set up, right? And all I needed to put in was the insulated um, soundproof, like these pad type things that are pretty cheap, you know. They weren't expensive yep. at all. Um and they were supposed to come today, so I was hoping to have it for this episode. Nope, didn't happen. It's supposed to come tomorrow or Monday, whenever. So I'm directing my complaint straight to you. Um, okay. I don't know if, how many how many levels you can get that up, but I'm just directing that to you. So yeah, I can take that to my PA, and okay. I can almost guarantee you she won't do anything about it. But I can definitely take it. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean you could always shoot Mr. Bezos uh, email. Yeah. I don't I don't think he'll respond because he's pretty busy. Fun fact about Mr. Bezos. Bezos, I don't know how to say his name. No disrespect, though. But I heard that he's building inside of a cave a ten to fifteen million dollar clock that will run on natural energy for one hundred years. He's just started that project. Wait, why does he need? Why does he need a clock? Because his net worth is one hundred thirty-seven point eight billion. <laughs> Wait, just like a a normal clock? 
I I don't know. Like uh, they were talking about, they're like, yeah, did you hear what what uh, Mr. Bezos is doing? And they're like, yeah, he's like making this clock inside of a cave just because he can. And the crazy thing is, ten to fifteen million to him, I think, is like a couple grand to somebody who makes like a hundred grand a year. So it's like, yeah, yeah, I can do this. I'm sick. So I don't know. Hmm. That is. Maybe that could be in your next episode. <laughs> the clock. Yes. Okay. Yes, the clock. Um. So. I think I think that's a good that's a good stopping point on the uh, on the TV talk. Went off a little tangent, but that's what we like to do on the meat pod. Um. So, next is we're gonna have a new segment. Um. Introduced this week, and it's actually gonna be a segment. It's gonna be a recurring segment on loft thoughts. Okay. It's not going to be a recurring segment on Minipod, but we're going to introduce it on Minipod. So it's called Three and Only Three. And the basis of this is we're going to do snake draft style, and we're going to choose a topic, and we're going to choose three things that we can only use in that topic and only have and for the rest of our you know like life. So um, this week, the topic we're going to do is fast food restaurants so basically if we could only eat at three fast food places the rest of our lives what would it be and to choose who's gonna go first trace do you have a coin of some sort then you say you had a coin is that a yes trace sorry i didn't quite catch that drew <laughs> you're getting a little spot are you on your wi-fi drew no i don't think so you might am i going in and out it's not me i'm not on wi-fi it might be trace oh well either way Trace, you have your coin that you can flip to see who goes first for our I snake do have draft. A coin. All right, let's let's flip it, and then just you, you can just call it whoever wants to go first. I, I'm not seeing the coin. The audience isn't seeing the coin, so it's up to you. So, That's right. All right, we'll go snake. We'll go Riley first. Drew second. Myself last. Okay. Okay. Riley, um, you first. So I pick one, correct? Yes, one. If I had to eat one place the rest of my life, um, I'm gonna die way sooner because of it. But I'm gonna go Canes. Solid choice. I mean, I, I I guess I'm classifying it as a fast food restaurant just because it the food is being made fast. Um, it's definitely a high end um, fast food restaurant, but you know, I'll allow it. I I mean, I think it makes sense. It's got a drive through. Good choice. Yeah, it's got a drive through. Good choice. Solid choice. Um, so Drew, I'm. Drew, what is what is your pick? I I think this one's pretty common. Uh, I'm just gonna go with Chick Fil A. It's a solid. I think it's a solid choice all around. You know, I think it does one thing. Uh, uh, I think it does one thing well. So, it was Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. I don't know if you guys can hear me. Check, check. Can you hear me? Okay. Chick Fil A. Yeah, Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. We okay. got it. Chick Fil A. Okay. Does one thing well. Yes, Chick- it does. And they got a cool, a cool advertisement. All right. Alright, well, those were two extremely solid picks. Can't say I'm not jealous about those picks. But I'm going to have to go with uh, Zaxby's, which I know all my Midwesterner friends are going to call the off-brand Canes, but I was raised on Zaxby's in the the South, uh, where my family is all all resides. So I'm a Zaxby's at heart fan before Canes, though I do have a deep love for Canes now that I am residing in Ohio, so... After church, Canes does hit different. It it absolutely does. For those of you who don't go to church, you should try going to church then going to Canes. 
get fed by the word, then you get fed by the chickens. <laughs> Ain't that right, brother? Just a classic one-two combo. Okay, so Trace... Ain't that right. Trace, you have then another pick. I do. I have a pick again. Yes. Um, I... This is interesting. I think I'm going to go with Wendy's. Dang it. <gasps> that Dang was on my it. list. You're kidding me, Wendy's man. is an overall extremely solid pick. It is. That, that was a lot of variety at Wendy's. Fresh, never frozen. Yes. True. Cannot go wrong. Uh, this one's tough. This makes my next pick harder, but uh, I'm going to go. I think it's solid. Maybe a tad bit overpriced, but I think the food is itself is pretty solid. Um, I'm going to go Arby's. Um, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> they roast their roast beef very good that's one uh their chicken actually is solid their chicken bacon swiss best sandwich on the menu solid and curly fries i mean come on and if you really eat, i mean their shakes come on their shakes their shakes do slap i mean uh, come on now i'm not so, a shake guy no disrespect i know i know i'm saying i don't go shakes a lot but it's a, it, it it, it's just an added, it's an added thing on the menu. Like I'm just saying, you know, what you know what I mean. So, I don't know. But I want to make it known right now, also to the audience, if you're hearing like bad audio on the recording, we think it's because of Drew's phone. That's no disrespect to our host, but Drew's phone right now is a little laggy out on the dual FaceTime we're using to record this episode. So I'm just saying, Drew, be prepared when you go to edit this. You can edit but, that part out. Look behind the curtain. Yes. The, audience look behind the curtain that may be what's happening but i have other i don't think it's me but maybe i don't know but okay riley your last two picks um <laughs> this might be a little uh, risque pick with uh some some stuff that's going on across the the world i'm gonna go with panda Ooh. okay yeah i'd say i'd say that i'd say <laughs> I'd say it'd classify as a similar, similar fast food type of with Canes. Where I don't know if I'd give it a fast food, but I guess it falls under the category. So, all right, what's yeah. your what's your other one? Uh, I know we kind of discussed this beforehand that I'm not allowed to pick it, but if you're gonna let Panda slide, I'm gonna go with Chipotle because it's the same. You just no, go no, right no, down no, the no, line no, no, and they no. make it right. No, no, no. Panda has a drive-thru. Panda has a drive-thru. Chipotle does not. I'm, that is not. No. Embrace the bait. Is Chipotle fast food? No. No it's way. That's a, a hybrid. I think it is. It's not fast food. Well, here's the thing. You, does the fact that you can order it and then it's just sitting there now make it... Is that their version of a drive-thru? No, no, no. Panda has, Panda has a, has a drive-thru. Like, they have... That's what I'm saying. Like that, if it has that type of thing, where Chipotle does not. That's what I'm saying. You're a scumbag. Small. If there's a small line at Chipotle, you can go in, get your food. By the time you would go through a drive-through at another. Okay, place. I understand McDonald's. I okay, thank you. I, I understand what you're saying, but if this would have been that classification, I would have picked Chipotle over Arby's. So I'm just nixing the idea. That's what I am. I'm doing it. You're. This is the anarchy that that keeps things. <laughs> Drew's mini pod power. That's right. Okay, well, since I got kind of screwed on that, then I'm going to go with uh, JJ, Jimmy Johns. Okay. Oh. I mean... That's a big pick. That's a sleeper. That's I mean, sleeper, I, 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 think. I don't know. 
wouldn't be me, but it's it is solid. The sandwiches are solid. I will say that, but I, it's not something that I like would crave. You know what I mean? Whereas my next pick is something that I would crave, and for example, it would be Taco Bell. Taco Bell is my last pick. I think it's a solid pick. Uh, Trace, wait. Yeah, you have one more pick. Am I correct on that, Trace? Yeah. Uh, my last pick is going to be fast food for sure, but not super common in all areas of the United States. It's cookout. Cookout? I've never had it. never even heard cookout, of it. Cookout, uh, really. No. It's more of a southern southern okay. joint. Riley would not be as big of a fan. Their mainstay is like milkshakes. Their milkshake variety is like north of fifty different kinds of milkshakes, oh. I believe. Oh, oh wow, that's impressive. So it's like it's a... really impressive. The food is solid too. Okay. Okay. Does yeah. Steak and Shake have a drive-through? Uh, some do. I, 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 Steak and Shake. I would class. I would say it's even less of a fast food than Chipotle, but I have seen places that had that Steak and Shake have a drive-through. So I don't know. What? Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen. That's a freezing cold take right there. Steak and Shake less of a fast food than Chipotle. Grapes. Is that that's my freezing cold take? That I, that Steak and Shake a, a sit down diner is more that takes forty five minutes to get your. Food. No, 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 no. no. Of, I said less. I said Steak and Shake oh, is oh, less. Oh, is okay. less. Is we less. looking behind the curtain because we can't hear you because your phone's all jacked up. <laughs> it's not me. It might be on low battery. I don't know. I mean, if you want me to try to plug it in. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's me. It's not me with the connection. Bro, Trace and I are both shaking our heads every time it happens. It's you. <sighs> all right. Well, I don't know what to tell you. But I think we're all good. So we got all our t- – I think it was uh, – Trace was cookout. Um, I forget your other two. What were your Wendy's other two? Wendy's. And Zaxby's. Zaxby's. Mine was Chick-fil-A. Taco Bell and Arby's. Riley was Cane's. Uh, did you say McDonald's? What'd you say? I don't say Zaxby's. I said Cane's, Panda, Cane's, and Pan- JJ, Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's. JJ. Why <laughs> All right. Um, so next Got we're going to... Gonna... Interesting that Trace is a big Wendy's. <laughs> All right, that's an inside Speaking joke. Speaking of which, let's head into our next segment, yes. Drew. Yes. Uh, so we're going to go to the next segment, um, which is music mentions. This is, uh, we've talked, we've done music mentions a decent amount on this podcast. Um, first, we're going to go Trace first because I know he's, he's got more of a niche music. He's got more of a niche music um, style or taste or whatever you want to call it. Um, but so we're going to go Trace. What is, what have you been listening to recently? And what have you maybe looking forward to listening to? You know, things like that. Yeah. Um, Drew would be right in saying that I have more of a niche music taste. Uh, I've been told it's eclectic, uh, which is just kind of all over the place. Not as much of a rap guy as these two might be. I can listen to a little bit of rap, but anyways. Um, as of late, I've been listening to this guy called Jacob Collier. He's a he's a British guy. plays the piano. He's like pretty much a musical genius. He's a prodigy, um, but makes a lot of different kinds of music. Also, 
want to give a shout out to the music I've been listening to by Bill Withers, who just passed away. May his soul rest. Great, great artist from, you know, 70s, I believe was his main time. And on, um, if you guys, I'm sure you guys know a couple of his songs. Ain't No Sunshine, great Bill Withers tune. Um, just an overall great artist. He passed away, I think, last week. Um, just some hits. I know me and Drew uh, share a love for Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's uh, always in my rotation. Yes, of course. Never a bad time with Earth, Wind, and Fire, but yeah, that's a few of the things I've been listening to. All right. Um, we'll go to Riley next. Um, what have you What have you been listening to? What do you, I mean, probably... I don't know what I haven't gotten your thoughts on this. I haven't even talked to you about it. And I, Riley sent me a uh, a song. Well, he he sent me a song of the New Future album, which I haven't listened to the New Future album, but I'm sure um, that I've heard the album is solid from you know other people. Um, so that's one just for me. But Riley, um, yeah, do you have any? Yeah, um, I'm kind of like Trace, where I would say like I can literally go from like country to rap to rock to back to rap like i'm kind of all over the place um right now there's been a lot of good if you're a rap fan albums that have come out lately uh little tj came out the new album uh the baby came out the new album polo g and uh yeah future and then also the lux album of uh little baby and drake so it's been a good couple weeks to be a rap fan in my opinion i don't know about you drew but yeah. I'm listening to all those albums right now a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, I yeah. W- did you enjoy the Drake's mixtape? That was one where I think some people thought it was solid. Other people thought it was like, eh, very so-so. But what did now, you? Now is that uh, is that the one with Dark? That's the newest one that came out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's classified as a mixtape, I guess, but okay. it's an album, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I yeah, thought that it I thought had, it was solid. Because I think the thing with Drake is. Sometimes again, I'm not a rap like connoisseur or anything, but like sometimes he tries to go like too hard. I feel like for who Drake is, yeah. And I think I'm just kind of like stay true to like that flow of like just a good beat, wasn't repetitive. Um, he's got like one or two songs on there where he like tries to like quote unquote like go hard, but other than that, it's just like good. It's a very, I thought it flowed very well. Um, Hot Take, the baby's album, is absolutely garbage. There's only two good songs on it, Find My Way and Rockstar. And other than that, it's very subpar. Um, haven't listened to Lil TJ's enough, and Polo G's album is very good also. Have I would you... say like 14 out of 16 on Polo G's album you could listen to. Wow. Very good song. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not a super... One of my friends said that Polo G had a solid album that just came out, and I... Yeah, I personally, I don't know if I've listened to one Polo G song, but that's... That's just because, that's not because I, no, I don't like him. I just haven't listened to him, so I, I need to listen to that. But well, have trying you, to put him on to Polo G right now, Drew. Okay. We're putting you on. Okay. Okay. Have you, uh, have you listened to the new Nav album? I haven't listened to the deluxe one, the deluxe part, which he added like ten or fifteen more songs. But have you listened what? to Good Intentions? I did not know. I did not know that. Oh. I did see this, yeah. I yeah. saw it come up on my Spotify today, but I didn't listen to it. I wish I would have known. Like, I scrolled right past I think I've only heard Good Intentions. That's it. 
Yeah. Is that a song in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the first. Yeah, it's what the one. yeah, it's what the album's called, and it's the intro song. Um, people sleep on Nav. Uh, and yes. I don't, but people do. No, yeah, Nav is. Oh yeah, great. I, I, there was, it was a great album of the of the original like eighteen songs he put out before he made it before he added new songs. I thought like, you know, thirteen or fourteen of them were very solid. Favorite so. Nav song. You have ten seconds. Go, Drew. What is it? Um, I'd probably go if it's with, it, it's with other people. It'd be Carsick with him and Gunna. I think when him and I think him and Gunna when they do a song together, it's it's fire. I listen to it every, all the time. If him and Gunna do a song together, I know it's gonna be fire. So, Carsick would probably be. But Champions is solid with Travis Scott. That's a great song. I like Champions a lot. You know, I also like uh, Freshman of the Year. Great song. It's a great song. What about Call Me with Metro Boomin? Yes, another good one. It's oh, that's a good album. Yes, it is. That's uh, you're right. Good album. It's a good album. So, but um, yeah. So I think I think that wraps up everything. Um, all the topics here. Um, I didn't know if you guys had anything else you wanted to add. Um, other than just hope you guys are doing well during this crazy time wild times we are living in right now yes. we got wasps that are called like murder wasps murder oh, hornets right. yes murder, murder hornets yeah. yes i'm yeah. a big cat bring that hornet on let's go let's go to battle <laughs> that, that yeah I remember <laughs> the, give me well, a newspaper and put me in a room with that hornet i'll come out alive well i think the thing that it's it's called a murder hornet because it kills bees it can't it's a very, very small probability that it kills a human. It has a lot of venom or something in it, but, like, it's not... I think the probability of it killing a human is very... How big is it? Is uh, like I think it's bigger. it's decent size. It's larger than a normal wasp or hornet, but I would That's just a bigger target for me to see and kill. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And they're, like, pretty How bright colored. How you kill? Like, your life depends on it. You're in a room... Like, what's the max where it's like, okay, they're going to kill me? You have two newspapers, big newspapers. One in each hand? Oh, yeah. So you're well, are you just giving me, are you just giving me, like, newspapers? Or are you giving me those, like, those like uh, bug zappers? Because if I get the bug zappers, like, you could just, you know what yeah. I mean? Give me a bug zapper. I'll give you one newspaper and one bug zapper, but the bug zapper has to be in your off hand, your left hand. Uh, I mean, I think you're going... <laughs> I think I'm taking down. Well, it depends. Are they all going? Are they, are they swarming me, or are they going like one by one, two by two? And it's uh, are they coordinated? Like, what are we doing here? I I don't know their origins enough, or like their genetic makeup. I feel like, I mean, I feel like they're usually kind of like wolves. They kind of run in packs, or what's it called? Uh, like they have nests. So maybe yeah, yeah. Let's say it like starts off with one, and you just crack the first one. <laughs> Then like one's like, oh, I'm pissed off, and like they got our boys. So then they like start coming in more and more, gradually. Gradually, more and more. Okay. Like zombies, the better you do, the more they're <laughs> Okay. Um. Well, if it's like that, and the weapons, I got, I, I'm, I'm getting through probably. I am getting through a hundred pretty easy. Oh my gosh. I think I am. No, no, I am. What? Bug zappers in your left hand, Drew. Yeah, and I think I think I mean, come on. All I'm saying is, they can't. They're not gonna. 
they're not like flying at me with their with their um, stinger like out and they just impale me. I mean, they have to what land on me. What it does? Have you ever been stung by like a yellow jacket? No, they they they, they they land. They gotta land on you and then they sting you. They don't just. All I'm saying is they don't just like, you know, fly into you with their stinger. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, even if I got that, even if one slightly brushes me, I'm gonna be swinging my arms around and moving around. They they can't even. They're not going to be able to get on. I think I think I'm getting through a hundred, but I think oh once once I get into like closer to one, maybe like between one twenty five, one fifty, I'm getting pretty tired. I'm probably I'm probably I'm probably dead after that though. Drew, you, you should go to the exterminating business, brother. I think you guys are hyping them up a little bit too much. I, that's no, I, I mean you realize a hundred and a hundred of anything is a lot to kill. A hundred flies coming at you at once is a lot to kill. Not because they'll hurt you, but just because that's a lot of swinging. That's a, and you know you're not going to hit every single. We're not going to go a hundred for a hundred. Yeah, you're probably going to swing four hundred times at least because you're just going to freak out and start wailing. That's that's perfectly fine. I and I think when I'm wailing and I'm flailing, that I'm hitting, I'm hitting them too. I'm missing some, but I'm also hitting some. So I think if if uh, I think I can, I think killing more than one. If if I have to kill one by one by one by one by one by one by one. Then no, I'm not going 125, because I'm I'm knocking out five at once. You know what I'm saying? But see, I think it'd be easier to stage like a, a gladiator, like a UFC one v one. I could take out like 150, because it's just like a one on one combat with one. I could do like 125, 150 easy. But them just rampantly, co- you might have 200 hornets in there at once, Drew. 250 at least a whole nest okay i i didn't say that if that's i'm, this I'm done this hypothetical has gone so far yeah <laughs> that's right another hypothetical <laughs> is drew starting a second podcast with us to actually launder money through our merch because drew's no. in some illegal farm business wow. in Indiana. no not true um yeah not true can't, i just can't deny can't confirm it but i can't deny it uh, I can confirm this though. Um, the reason, uh, a, a large reason of why I started this podcast by myself was these guys wanted to start one when we got back at uh, when we go back to school, and I was like, well, I'd been thinking about doing one anyway, and you know, I might as well do one by myself, get a little bit of experience, um, you know, work out the kinks so on and so forth and um so yeah i will say that though that is true yeah. that is fast there's gonna be no no kinking around in our podcast that's right no kinking no. around um also shout out to two three individual three things that helped create this your podcast and ours eventually one is twitter two is amazon okay. and three is my obsession with twitter because i saw on twitter that people said on amazon Mics were sold out because during quarantine, people have nothing to do. So, like, everybody's starting a podcast. I immediately texted you two and said, yo, let's do this. Boom. Yes. Jeff Bezos basically started this podcast. Yeah. Also, and- I also want to thank uh, – I have someone I want to thank as well. And it's the uh, Cedarville Off-Campus Housing Approval Board. Otherwise, the uh, Loft Dots name would never have come into being. <laughs> Drew is basically our neighbor this year, also. Yeah, um, there will be there will be times where I might lock my doors, and no slight to anyone, but you know, 
I might be doing the podcast by myself. Podcasting by myself. So I might have to lock my doors. Who knows? But, um, oh, yeah, I remember, Riley, I think you forgot to mention, but you did say when we were talking about Waco that you want to give a shout-out to uh, my yes, friend Vincent. Vincent. Yes. Yeah, I was listening. Was that the debut? It was the uh, debut. It was the debut episode. I was driving, actually, to work from back home, and I was listening and I had heard of it because it came out in like 2016, I think. Didn't 2018, it? I think. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. off. Well, anyways, no, two good. years. Usually, I feel like I'd watch something of that caliber. Right. I thought the same thing. Also, that's Riggins from the movie Friday Night Lights. Taylor yes. Kish. Yeah. Yeah. He's in. Great show, not the movie. Yes. Yeah. Show, but all, no, the movie, right? Show. Oh, really? Yes. He's not. I thought he was in the movie. No. Oh. Well, hot take maybe. I think the show is ten times worse than the movie. I enjoyed both. Uh, full full transparency, full honesty. Uh, never seen either. Oh really? <laughs> That's a high school phenom tied in. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know about that, but um, yeah, I I I definitely seen parts of the show though. I've never seen the movie though, but I've definitely seen parts of the show. If you want to win, put it in. He cheats on his friend who's in a wheelchair's girlfriend. Wow, that's that's scumsack. Best level. friend. Yeah, that's big scumsack. Yeah. Spoiler alert. I don't. I, I heard that and I just never got on it. Yeah. I just can't respect that. So, yeah. great actor. Good looking man. No Roy Hibbert. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Roy, uh, Roy Hibbert. What? I don't understand the reference. Because I think he's saying because Roy Hibbert is unattractive is what. Oh. I took that different way. Are okay. you saying yeah. Roy Hibbert is attractive? Uh, yeah. No, you guys will understand it when you're older. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, well, yeah, that's uh, over our heads, I guess. Um, uh, I didn't expect that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, on that note, we're gonna wrap it up. So, you know, I appreciate these guys again. Yeah. Um, thanks for having us. Yeah, for being on. Uh, it was a good time. So, thank you uh, for listening to episode six of the Mini Pod.